This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Going up on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, uh, this doesn't feel right. Welcome, Wrestling Roundup. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your new WWE champion and feel the power. You're right, that was a much better intro. Uh, so to completely and utterly ignore the WWE Championship, uh, let's talk about SmackDown. <laughs> I got a feeling you'd shank me if I didn't immediately start talking about Big E here. Kind of. Uh, that's the whole point of the entrance. <laughs> Look, my segues don't always land. <laughs> I can't let your segues land 100% of the time. But I guess I we can talk about it. I don't take that many segues. Oh, that's the thing. Um... I mean, it's the biggest thing that happened this week. Uh, yeah, I guess. You want to take I, the lead on it? Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, I feel completely vindicated with this, too. We've been talking for a year about them, as since ever since they broke the New Day up, about building New Day to, to Big E to this moment. A lot of people wanted him to win the Rumble. But I remember saying I thought it was too soon. That there was an event in June or July that would be perfect for catapulting him. Namely, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And the contract. Obviously, we got to the Rumble and Edge won. That's that. Then we get to the pay-per-view. And he, despite my waverings with how well Riddle was doing. You almost changed your mind. Almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still picked Big E. And Big E won. And then last week we were talking about potential matches with, uh, with Orton and Lashley, which we thought was going to happen in Extreme Rules. It happened this week, obviously. And I said it could easily set up for Big E to become champion. Was it exactly the way I thought it would happen? Because I figured it would be an aftermatch RKO and that would weaken the dominant almighty champion. Enough for Big E to come out. Big Leslie actually destroyed Orton in the pre in the um, post match, but injured himself quotation marks and weakened himself for Big E, who had said all night long he was coming out to cash in. He warned him. Yep. Um, and you know what? I and a lot of people had an issue with it taking away the surprise. I didn't. In my opinion, it was Biggie was a fa- is a face. Regardless of what I said at the paper view, they won the briefcase. <laughs> he is a face. It the surprise only works for a face if you're turning them heel. This is also only the third time in which the holder of the briefcase 
has announced that they're going to cash in prior to the cash in. Mm-hmm. Second time it's been successful. Um, so it's it's not something that happens often. Um, so I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. It gives us what we wanted. Biggie is champion, and now we can spin off Lashley, so he can deal with Goldberg and Goldberg's what hopefully will be Goldberg's final match, and we can see what they do with Biggie going forward as champion. But yeah, let's definitely congratulate our new champion because he de- he has absolutely killed it for twelve years, and he deserves every accolade he's got, every praise. He deserves it all. He's gone from a guy that accidentally hit AJ Lee in his debut match, uh, which probably hurt both of them because there wasn't much padding there, um, and to being floundering after an Intercontinental title reign, joining a faction nobody wanted at first, especially the angle that they were going with, to being arguably the most popular faction in the last 10 years, and now WWE champion. It's It's been a long road uh, for Big E, and as you say, this this recent portion of the ride has gone uh, as well as we had wished. Um, and now he, he sits at the top of the card, um, and at least for the next little wee while, uh, with his friends around him as well. Um, and, you know, it's, you know, people will point at Kofi Mania and Kofi Kingston's title run as sort of that, that dream build up to a big thing. And I don't think this is any different. Um, Biggie worked his butt off just as much uh, and earned it just as much as, uh, as Kofi did. Yeah. Yeah. I will agree with that. Um, I think a lot of people though, didn't really like the fact that they didn't really like give him like a bunch of momentum. I mean, he wasn't losing, but he wasn't like getting like big wins Mm -hmm. over people. But you don't really have to do that with a character like Big E. Um, yeah, Big E is scary on his own. Like, you could believe that he's going to win at any point in time. Um, Big E with the briefcase was an even scarier factor because you had that explosive, utter power that Big E has, and then you just put it on an alarm clock, basically, that you didn't know when it was going to go off. And uh, unfortunately for Bobby Lashley... Uh, the alarm clock went off for him. Yep. Uh, I mean, what more can we say? This, I, I think even if you watch back, like, the highlight video that WWE posted, you could see when they panned to Lashley in the ring, as he's trying to get back in the ring to sell his injury, there's a smile that creeps across his face. Mm. As La- as Biggie is coming down to the ring with his music playing, that I think showed more than anything for me that uh, he was he's so, Biggie is so beloved by the locker room mm-hmm. that even the hardest heel in the company right now couldn't help but smile at the moment that was about to happen. Another thing I want to say is. You talked about Kofi Mania. How apropos was it that Byron Saxon was able to call this win? I consider his best call was when Kofi uh, was 
got to be in the main event thanks to Biggie and Xavier Woods winning the gauntlet match. Yeah, it was the first thing and, I noticed when I was watching this was that Byron Sexton was was calling it again. Yeah. I also really liked the fact that while he was celebrating Byron, when the fireworks went off, the viral, he stopped talking. He let the the, py- the pyro go off and like exclamation point the moment. Yeah, there's a lot that, about letting a moment breathe. And sometimes yeah, and, you gotta do that. And then once they were done, he picked up right where he was left off with his statement. But yeah, I thought, I thought everything, even the, and it was also, Raw was basically what you want every week. What you want. <laughs> yep. Okay. It was themed around one central storyline. Big E kept coming out and saying, I'm doing this tonight. They had several segments with um, Orton and um, Lashley, but it always came back to Big E, this is my night. I am doing this. And, and then, then they cashed in. It. Yeah, and then they, and they cashed in on, on it. They didn't make him out a liar to be a liar. They didn't uh, let the fans down with having him lose the match. They, but and by the way, uh, let's talk about the crowd reactions too, mm. because when his Biggie's music hit, the crowd definitely did pop. They popped loud because they knew, they thought. Oh, he actually is going to do it. Then he hands over the briefcase. They announce the match. And the crowd is really into it. You hear the air, like, suck out of the room when you think, Oh, crap. Lashley hit the spear. He's going to win the match. Oh, no, Biggie kicked out. Yay! And then he hits the big ending. And you hear another pop. And the crowd chants, One, two, three. And then they blow the roof off the building. I think everything was done right when it came down to this cash in and the win and everything. the The match structure was was great, as you say. It had that little bit of a roller coaster moment in the middle, um, and then yeah, the the obvious big pop, big moment at the ending. And that was on top of a really good match between Orton and Lashley, mm. too. Um, I, and I think we also need to talk about Lashley too. Lashley was a good champion. He was a good heel champion. Um, I'm not sure he could have done it much more than what he did. The only thing I would have questioned was so many matches against Drew. Yeah. I think that was the only thing that might have hurt his title run. But other than that, I thought he had a great championship run. And now we'll have to see um, what kind of run they give B.E. But at the moment, he is, has the most important championship in all of professional wrestling. Because it's got the longest lineage that's still alive. <laughs> and I don't count the NWA championship because it, it died in 1987, regardless of what they, the company claims. I think you just have to look at the, the major champions that WWE have had recently. And um, if you're looking at SmackDown, you're obviously just looking at Roman Reigns for a large chunk of that. And if you're looking at Raw, you had Drew McIntyre and then Bobby Lashley and now Big E. Um, as you say, minus that little bit of a handover problem with Drew and Bobby, um, it's 
it's been a pretty good run for the the world champions uh in the WWE and so hopefully that doesn't uh that momentum of the championships doesn't die out with Big E here. Yeah. Yeah, we we really have to wait and do our patented wait and see here. Uh but we're off to a good start. Big Big E is our current WWE champion and we couldn't be happier about that. And obviously we're going to celebrate his win uh, by playing his music. How could we not? Uh, so that is hopefully planned for you right about now. Yeah, boy, we doing big things, big belts, big rings, bigger than you ever seen, big as big could ever be, so big better back for peace, pipe down, might awake the beast, is that my name coming out your mouth, better watch what you say about me, and my name running through the streets, words in the wise, birds to survive, word in the street. On free FM, RFM, and MPR. I'm Grady. He's Josh. Uh, you're probably sick of hearing us talk about Big E uh, at this point, so we will attempt to move on to non uh, Big E topics. Um, we do have some SmackDown and some NXT 2.0 as well to talk about. Um, but I think the big thing on SmackDown is that, as as predicted, maybe we're on a little bit of a run here. Uh, Demon Finn Balor did show up. Yeah, uh, it kind of seemed like the most logical progression for the storyline if you aren't going straight for the Lesnar match with Reigns, mm. um, which obviously they aren't. Uh, so yeah, it was definitely a case where, well, what can we fill in here between here and there? Oh, we can bring the demon out. We haven't seen him on the main roster in like four years. I think it's three, but who's counting how long? I'm um, bad with time. Yeah. Uh so so now the question is does the demon conquer the head of the table? It's a tough question. Yeah. Because the demon has not been beaten on the main roster. I have to put that caveat on there because the demon did lose an NXT to Samoa Joe. One singular match, yeah. Yeah. So but then, the, so the question is, can Rain, um, can he Reigns conquer the demon, or will the demon take back what he never lost? It's and it's a really good storyline, even though it yeah, is going to be built so quickly. Yeah, honestly, I expect Reigns to retain, but that's because I think what WWE wants to do involves the bloodline versus the New Day. At Survivor Series. It is pre-built. Yeah, if you're going to do that, 
you kind of need to have Rain still a Universal Champion. Because there's no reason to face for Biggie and Reigns to face off unless they're both champions. Which may also result in the New Day getting their 12th tag titles. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one just because Roman Reigns has so many options available to him still, right? Like we're talking uh, the WWE Championship and we're talking, you know, oh, Bobby Lashley kind of did everything he could with it. And then we're looking at SmackDown and we're going... Well, he's got this thing with the demon. He's got this thing that we can do cross-branded. He's got Brock Lesnar on the horizon. And I'm sure with the draft coming up in a week or two as well, we're going to have guys like Drew McIntyre hopping over. We're going to have a fresh crop of people for Roman Reigns to be going up against. And what he's doing isn't stale yet. So Reigns can continue as champion for as long as he wants because that that line of challenges is just going to be getting longer and longer, especially with the draft. Yeah, yeah, I think the draft really does shape things up, too. Because, as you said, you could see Drew jump from Raw to SmackDown. Drew and, and Reigns already have a pass. It would be an easy uh, feud to form after he's after Reigns sl- conquers uh, the Demon. Especially since we don't exactly know where the show that will not be named is going to happen. When it's going to happen. Um, because we expect Reigns versus Lesnar to happen at that show. Hmm. So, so yeah, and there's so there are going to be a lot of options. We're going to be getting a lot of changes and stuff. So we'll have to see how the main event landscape shakes up after that week. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one that should change a lot of dynamics. Like even if we're talking about the current SmackDown as well, um, Seth Rollins never got his little feud with him. They were setting something up, and it looks like he's finally finished with Edge now. Maybe not. He kind of uh, sent him away. Not. I I would say maybe for a month or two. Mm. Got also got to remember this. Um, Rollins had a very similar reaction in his promo after this match that he had when he quote-unquote tore Rey Mysterio's eye out of his socket. <laughs> quote-unquote. Um, and that was just like a stoic, I can't believe I actually did that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he continued doing bad things. <laughs> uh, so... It is a matter of what we're seeing here uh, as far as his character goes, but we definitely have a path that they want to start turning him face. Uh, but I do think there'll be at least one, there'll be one more match between Edge and um, Rollins. Mm-hmm. Probably at that show that shouldn't be named. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, the match was incredible. Mm. Uh on SmackDown. SmackDown got one heck of a match for free. Unfortunately for... It cost uh, three people... Four people their match and another person a segment. Because it went too long. Yeah, a little rough. Um, a little rough on some people, but yeah. Um, they could have cut the match a little shorter. It's possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was what it was. was just a... Because they had uh, Kevin Owens lost his segment, hmm. uh, whatever was going to happen in it, and then you had the ta- a tag team match between uh, 
that involves Selena Vega and mm. uh, somebody else, and then I forget the other team that was involved. But yeah, that got cut too because of just how long the match ended up being, which happens. And I so I can't really blame WWE because they're not going to pull a WCW and go off the air while the show is going still going on. Because unlike in the years past, especially with Raw, this was SmackDown's never had an overrun. They don't have overrun anymore. They haven't in the last two years. So they can't actually go over. So they had to cut things. And unfortunately, the tag team championship match and everything that it sets up was way too important to cut cut compared to this insignificant tag team match in the women's division and a Kevin Owens segment. Yeah, I think just it's 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 hard, right? Because it's a balancing act. You want to put everything on the show, and especially when uh, it meant as much personally um, as it did to Zelina. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it's yeah. it's just hard. Is the yeah, and I don't it. want to sound callous. Because I understand that's exact didn't mean a lot to to Vegas since she lost her father in in the September 11th attacks, but unfortunately her match just didn't matter. And if it had been any other time in the year, I don't think anybody would have said anything. There wouldn't have been any outrage. Well, speaking about things that there are outrage in, we've got a small amount of time left. We're going to have to jump over to NXT, uh, or NXT 2.0 as we're meant to call it. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm just going to continue to call it NXT. Um, And basically, we got about 50 million new characters, uh, a rewrite of the show, so we don't even get to talk about the Frankie Monet tag title, or the women's title match that was uh, potentially going to happen. Uh, and a new NXT champion to end out the, uh, or to start off the new era. Yeah, or we could say we're sorry to, uh, Index. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because it actually happened. It it shooketh. Shooketh. Yeah. I think it's only the second wrestling hit, um, wrestling wedding to go off without a hitch. It's, uh, yeah, it's, a uh, that could be the biggest swerve of the week. <laughs> On a week that we had cash-ins and all this extra stuff, the fact that Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis' wedding went off and there was no major disruption could be it. Biggest surprise. Yeah, then again, this is also the first time of, that the, um, groom came armed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the group had a had a uh, hatchet in his jacket, so I think anybody who wanted to interrupt it, I think, got scared at that point. Look, if you already weren't scared of interrupting Dexter Loomis, that's just the extra level of be scared. Yeah, um, but yeah, we have to apologize because we said there was no way that wedding was going going to happen, and then it did. Okay, now we can move on to the other topics. (laughs) The Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Championship. Unfortunately, Samoa Joe, due to injury, having to vacate the NXT Championship. 
so what was meant to be a number one contenders match became the match for the championship uh, and Kyle O'Reilly couldn't make it either so he was swapped out uh, with Von Wagner leaving us Pete Dunne, LA Knight and Tommaso Ciampa to go up against him and ultimately old boy Tomato Ciampa coming out the winner. Yeah, that that was the right choice. Once O'Reilly was removed from the equation, uh, you almost had to go with Champa. Uh, he got goalie back, but it looks like he's got himself his first challenger already. Didn't take him long. No. And it didn't take long for WWE to start pushing uh, Rick Steiner's son, either. No, it felt like he showed up a few weeks ago and then boom... Now he's challenging for the NXT Championship. Um, there's been a few of those, you know, as as I sort of said in the intro piece with the 50 million new characters coming through at the moment. Um, if if you were going to doubt the fact that NXT was in a rebuild phase, uh, I think the show proved that it 100% is. Um, if you come into it with, you know, no knowledge of reading about all the performance center recruits or who everybody's been renamed to, then you probably didn't know half the people that were on the show this week. No, and you know what? A lot of people have said that the the debut episode of 2.0, production value was such a, a massive improvement over 1.0. Everything seemed to be bigger and better with this new NXT than it was the old one. And I th- and generally, people said it was a great show. Yeah, I think most people's fears about 2.0 is that it's going to uh, erase or remove what they liked about NXT 1.0. Um, and as, you know, Tommaso Ciampa is currently the NXT champion. Um, we sort of, we fell back onto uh, good old favorites. You know, Loomis and Hartwell, even though they got married and sort of finished that storyline, we kept that going through. Um, things like the Diamond Mine that were happening before, still here. It's maybe in a transition period, but it's not a complete dump and rebuild. Um, but we will have to see because, you know, this is only the first episode uh, of 2.0. It's not the 10th episode down the line or the six months into it down the line. Um, where maybe it's a bunch of people that we don't know and all of our good old favorites have been moved on and um, the champions are a bunch of new green guys that we don't know. I th- I think that's always going to be an element that they're never going to have to worry about, at least for the NXT championship. I think you're always going to have the NXT champion be somebody that's gotten built through the program hmm. or somebody who's come in with a huge name. I, I can see the North American Championship totally going to, to people they want to build up that you may not have heard of before. But they will usually have like several months of uh, build up to get to that point. Yeah. So I, I think let's wait and see. Uh, first episode, not too bad. Chomper at the helm, perfectly fine. Uh, well, we're about to run out of time here, and we wouldn't want to overrun. Uh, so, is there anything else you want to quickly jam in? We got about ten seconds. Uh, no, no, just we have three great champions, and let's leave it at that. And it's been uh, great talking to you. Bye.
You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling RND up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling RND up, and finally our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling RND up, and we will see you next week. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.